and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Edmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin the Clue. I'm very excited to join you on Cats Cast, where we talk about Cats the movie oh, every I episode. Wish. Oh, man. I wish. Yeah. Did we not mention that, that we were changing the podcast to The Cats Cast? Oh, the Cats Cast, yeah. Cats Cast, Cast. Mark the Cats Cast. Mark the Cats Cast. Oh, we're also joined with, by... Uh, Colin Cunningham. That's right. And Which cat uh, are you? I'm uh, I'm uh, Jellicle cat. A magical Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles. Uh, we didn't watch cats. Uh, no, uh, I wish we did. Uh, but we already had a cat episode. Yeah, Go back. We did. we did two cats movies. Yeah, but that was uh, not, not enough. Well, April and I we did a, a Patreon on cats, but that was only we'd only seen it once at that point. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have seen it now a second time, and we are going to see it a third time. We have tickets. <laughs> the second time we went, I was convinced, like you know, it'd be an empty theater. We brought. Mm-hmm. Friends we went, we, we went on a, t- a Tuesday night, though, and mm-hmm. so I think, well, I don't know. Was it full of people who were just there to see a movie on Tuesday night? Because Probably it, That was one of the yeah. rowdiest crowds I've been to a movie oh. theater with. Yeah, it was pretty it was rowdy. Great. But that's not what we watched this week. What no, did we watch, April? No, this week we had a real double dragon uh, night. We watched two movies, <laughs> including... <laughs> struggled through that one. Including Double Dragon. Yeah. Um, but first, ugh, something, oh, something I would almost rather not talk about. Um, <laughs> something that April suggested, <laughs> and when she did, I was, was like, oh, you? that's a great yeah. idea. And yeah. then I, and then I, I, I remembered... Oh, God, I worked on this movie. <laughs> so, Dragon Ball Evolution. evolution. By evolution, you mean that it's better than the previous Dragon Ball material. Yeah, that's I why guess. it's survival of the fittest, mm-hmm. evolution. So, I have to say that I was a big fan of Dragon Ball when I was a kid. I watched on Dragon Ball Z. It was a staple on YTV. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm French, the manga was very accessible to me because comics are really b- big uh, in French language circles and French language circles. <laughs> French <laughs> language society. circles. Yeah. Uh, it was so, called... I had like the French Dragon Ball encyclopedia. What? that had like all the characters and all the objects it was i still have it, it <laughs> my mom's the, house. Le, yeah. le ball de dragon and i remember this movie coming out and not being excited at all well uh, it came out i mean probably a lot later than yeah. when a lot of canadians were watching like the <laughs> we're watching the, the cartoon like dragon ball z air when I was like, I think in grade seven, mm-hmm. but it aired. Dragon, watch dragon, it. dragon, dragon ball, dragon ball Z. I mean, I watched the. <laughs> I, it's all, it's all. You were like thirty-seven at this time. I, so. Like, well, I remember this movie coming to our uh, effects studio and mm-hmm. not being excited at all. I, like, this I, was a surprise because well, I didn't know you had worked on this one. I forgot. Yeah. I, I've forgotten a lot of movies you that I've worked on. Heard of Dragon? Ball, you have like though, an right? eternal sunshine of the spotless I'd, mind I'd after every movie. It. Yeah, I just wipe my brain. I just you make Dragon Ball again. No. Maybe it'll work this time. No, but I, I like I'd heard of it. Uh, I had no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I knew nothing about. So the plot. all you knew was the name, basically. Because not I, even it sounds I, like. I always thought it was called Dragon Balls. <laughs> yeah, because it was Dragon Ball Z. So there was an there was an original anime that I think was just called Dragon Dra- Ball. Dragon yeah. Ball, where Goku was a little, little, kid. little boy, and okay. I watched that. I remember watching that when I was really young, and then like I said, when I was like you know middle school, was Dragon Ball Z, and we watched it after school um, around the time Digimon was on and I'm a big Digimon fan. Digimon, yeah. digital monsters, It was like Digimon's Dragon Ball Z, champions. Sailor Moon, Digimon, and Pokemon. Those are all the big ones. And I was I was, so I, I was a big fan, but Dragon Ball Z wasn't like my jam, but mm-hmm. I, I did watch a lot of it. You got your old Yeller and I assume the original <laughs> run of the Flintstones. <laughs> the classics. Yeah, the classics. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I had no idea. And then like when we worked on the movie, we did VFX. Actually, my friend Jim worked on it too, but we got called in at the very very end mm. like in the last month or so of production and it was just to help out another studio do you remember specifically what you did on the movie yeah actually i was watching it last night for the first time and uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> first time. all you needed was the edge of your seat <laughs> i was just like oh yeah we worked we just did the dragon balls themselves mm. on a bunch of shots so it's oh, like i okay. kind of re- recognized like the shots like oh yeah i think we just gotta did that. say i thought they looked cool do you think like originally the dragon balls were like they just looked, like testicles so like I, this will be good enough I and at the last minute they're like Gotta fix it. No, from what I remember, they were just holding like black kind of chrome balls mm. or something like I that. Because I wondered, because in the movie, the it, like it's an orange ball with the little stars on it and like yeah. you like the stars in it like animate and mm. it's like clouds and stuff. That, that's like, all it was. So we were that's helping out. Cunningham s- touch. Yeah, it was like this other company <laughs> yeah. was uh, maybe overwhelmed or they just wanted to farm out some of their stuff. So we took mm-hmm. on some, I don't know, not very many shots. So we just did. Uh, and then at the end, I think the end battle when they're kind of like on that 
peak, that mm-hmm. kind of top of the pillar where the It's like a big dirt mountain. Yeah, it's like a big dirt mountain. I had like completely phased out by that point. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, oh, just a oh. thousand yard stare. God, this yeah. movie is so I, terrible. As well. So we were talking about that, like we were maybe a little bit old when this movie was coming out, because I remember feeling no excitement at all. Well, I was like, what? They're <laughs> doing yeah. what? This is sort of at the end of its popularity. And mm-hmm. this is what Piccolo looks end. like? Yeah. Well, so <laughs> I, I didn't go back to watch any trailers for it because I didn't want to spend one more minute with this motion picture but I remember like there were photos and I think some of the early teaser trailers like Piccolo was not green and that was a big deal I think you're right yeah but even being green he still looks bad (laughs) Um, he know what he looks like he looks like the green goblin from the Spider-Man musical Kind of. He does. I he remember. He's the same makeup team. You know who plays uh, Piccolo, right? Yes, James Marsters. James Marsters, who I'm a big and Buffy fan. He was so. like so excited about playing Piccolo. He's like, finally, I have a feature film. Yeah. He's a character I really like got into it. And he's in the movie for like five minutes. And he has like three lines. It seems like it was two scenes or something. <laughs> yeah. Like That's it. But it was really funny. I'm going to read quotes later, but I found some some choice quotes from like, uh, I mean, uh, from the Justin, Ch- was it Justin? Chastain, what's his name? Uh, Justin, Justin Ch- isn't it like Chadwick or Justin something Justin like Chatwin. Chatwin. Okay, the star of the movie. <laughs> this movie, okay, this is one thing about this movie. I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Other than Chow Yun Fat. Chow Yun Fat, yeah. I mean, when this movie started, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is not related at all to the anime. The anime is very simple. It's a bunch of characters and they're looking for these Dragon Balls because if you get them all, you make a wish. There's villains, they power up. It's they power up a lot. just battles. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a shonen, so every, like, every What's arc... Uh, basically it's just like a battle anime okay. it's called that because it this one in particular but they were published in a magazine called Shonen Jump, Jump and right, it yeah. was just like a bunch of comics uh, okay. what's amazing about Dragon Ball is like a few years ago they actually released like edits of the show because they knew there were just filler episodes where they like powered up so they actually went in and they cut out all the filler and they're like oh this is an actual <laughs> real TV show <laughs> well they have to have filler in there sometimes it's a soap opera there's like it's a soap opera but it's like Season. But it's like, it's oh my basically, God. Mm-hmm. it's like every, a, a battle will last three episodes. They're just powering up. So what is the ultimate goal? Well, so like, to find all the Dragon Balls. To find all, in the and movie, there's like, seven? Very, yeah, but various villains wanted to like take over the world. You know? mm-hmm. okay. yeah, just, pretty you get, basic. You just stuff make a like wish. That. And there's aliens, like Piccolo's Lots an alien. Aliens. So yeah. what, do, what do the balls give you? So are, are You they, just get a wish. Do they look like what they do in the movie? They yes, look exactly like they do Except they don't the animate, but they're orange and they have stars on them. And okay. One will have one star. So one you find one and then you make a wish. Yeah. No, you have to find all of them. And it has to be like on that specific day, I believe, where like the moon turns whatever oh because guess, at the end yeah. of the movie yeah. it makes a wish and exactly and the dragon appears and you can make a wish and so um, in the in the movie yeah um as goku the main character is in high school which is not part of any of the dragon ball narratives he that just lives bad. like on an island in the cartoon it's really weird <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really have the a job. cartoon is like it's rural it's not mm-hmm. like people are because this is a, this is weird because it's like kind of a modern society but then it's, it's also like 90210 not. i was gonna say it's more like starship troopers they have like the same oh, yeah. desks that's yeah. everything <laughs> Yeah, but like I, it's unclear where they are in the world. Well, I mean, the Dragon Ball series did have like that kind of like slightly futuristic. Right. Like they kind of do the thing uh, in the movie. One of the characters, I guess it's Bulma. Bulma. I don't remember their names. She has like capsules, and you throw the capsule, and like poof, and it appears in something. But in this one, it's like a transformer, and like transform. Oh, that's like your motorbike. Yes. Or something yeah, exactly. Well, there's like magic slash tech mm. in the show, and they kind of have that in this but I feel like they were like so we can't do this because it'll look too weird so and, I may be mistaken yeah. but I believe this is the Tom Rothman era of Fox where they were making okay. superhero properties like X-Men and stuff like that right. and he hated it like he thought it was beneath <laughs> him and he would essentially be like well the X-Men can't wear costumes and oh, stuff like that okay, remember okay. that was like a big deal yeah, of did, Fox did anybody have anything good to say about Tom Rothman no like every, he was he's running another company isn't he is right he now? really yeah he came back I don't remember which one. He's the worst. He was the guy that wouldn't, I don't know if he was ousted from Fox or like yeah. left. Everybody was so happy because mm-hmm. every director hated working with him. And he, he was very involved and he had a lot of really bad ideas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he, he would just like take over productions mm-hmm. and like, you he's know. just like an executive. Yeah, yeah. He's just, but he was like the top executive and he's the worst kind of executive that he wants to become creatively involved. Yeah. And like no director wanted to work. It's a wonder they got X Men even made then. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it was a big uh, fight. 
uh, to get it made in any form. But so Dragon Balls is like it stinks of a producer going, oh, I will take this property that is loved by millions. (laughs) But I will also assume that these millions that love it are idiots and only I am smart and I can fix it. Yeah, (laughs) it, it, it is very similar to The Last Airbender in that... It, this is it's alienating to the fans and then if you're not a fan you will have no idea what's going like, on not, I did not understand this from the word go well yeah. I, you know I would say at least last airbender while you know yeah. I had this exact same thought while I was watching it and my thought during the first 20 minutes is oh James Wong mm-hmm. the right. director of this film he probably likes this property mm-hmm. while yeah. uh, M. Night Shyamalan is probably like, <laughs> I don't understand what this is. I don't know how to shoot this. I'm sure he at least liked it. But hit, if you go back, the quote was from M. Night was my kids like this. Oh, so yeah. I want to make cl- it for my kids. That's a classic Raul Julia. That's why I'm a Street Fighter <laughs> quote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, I mean, he's the best part of Street Fighter the movie. Oh, damn right. And so this movie, well, uh, Dragon Ball. James Wong, first of all, the director, like we talked about him. It was Black Xmas. Yeah, because Glenn Morgan, his writing partner, uh, right. created. Creative uh, partner did it. James Wong produced it. Mm-hmm. So James Wong directed Final Destination 1 and 3 and uh, The One with Jet Li. Yes. Which Dragon Ball Evolution starts the exact same way. Really? Which was yeah. a studio note during The One where The One was structured as like a mystery. That, right. Like you figure mm-hmm. out kind of as it's playing. But instead The One starts with there is not one dimension. There are multiple <laughs> dimensions. So they give you all the information okay. from the get-go. It's like front-loaded. Yeah. I mean James, I mean The One Great movie, slow motion. Matrix <laughs> just came out. Jet Li catches those two motorcycles. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, much fun. This one, not so, not so no, good. No, it is real bad. I mean, again, for the first twenty minutes, I was like, oh, "This is fine. It's kind of fun." I mean, this main guy is really lame, and this doesn't feel like Dragon Balls at all. And then suddenly, it's like you feel the whole creative team going like, let's just get this over with. The movie's like barely 90 minutes. But the thing is, uh, usually these movies feel like two hours, two or yes. three hours. This thing it went by goes fast. by so fast. Because I was like, I did the thing of, I'm going to see how much time is left. Yeah. And there was 20 m- minutes. Yeah. And I was and like, like, wow. How is this almost over? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guess it, we're it, at the final climax already. Yeah. It just, it gets so incomprehensible and mm-hmm. it just, it just flew by for me, which is, you know, it's not going to be my favorite thing about the movie, but it's one of my favorite <laughs> things be. about the I movie. I mean, my favorite thing about the movie is, God, uh, probably Chiron <laughs> Fat, only in his first scene. Yeah. He seems to be having fun. Yeah, he's, well, he's the funniest around. part was when he does like the thing from the anime, which is, I forget what he says, something like, I'm amazing, ha, 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 yeah, yeah. And then the... It's ben, like ben my father's Foster dead. Goes, father's dead. <laughs> and it's like a humor moment that doesn't work. But it's, I uh, thought it was kind of funny. It's one of those things like it almost like see that in like an anime or something. It's yeah. like the, the sense of that humor. That was straight just, out of that style of humor. But yeah. then it didn't. It just doesn't play in translate. live action. Again, this is a movie for no one. It's not for the yeah, fans of the show. Weird. Well, like, it, this is funny because like, mm-hmm. Stephen Chow was posted, they had asked him to direct this movie. Mm-hmm. Stephen Chow, Kung Fu Hustle, like yeah. Shaolin Soccer. And uh, he said he's a fan of the, uh, fan of the CJ7, <laughs> The Mermaid, all the classics. <laughs> the classics. That was him in The Mermaid? Wait, uh, The Mermaid? Wait, the, the Hong Kong film? Yeah, yeah like the newer that. Mermaid? Yeah, 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 the one with, that has an amazing gag with like the sushi. <laughs> I've only seen like the trailer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he directed that. Yeah, so he said he didn't want to direct, he was a fan of uh, yeah. a Dragon Ball, but he just didn't want to, uh, He'd rather direct a movie that he wrote. Yeah. So he stayed on as executive producer, and then they went to, you know, your next follow-up. <laughs> Robert Zack Snyder. Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, uh, Zack Snyder and Mark Dippe, who directed Spawn. Ugh. How is Mark Dippe? I guess at this point, Mark Dippe is doing Frankenfish, which is a film that he directed, no. which is actually fun. I thought what? he did that one. Yeah, he did, did that he? one. I don't think he... Did it's like direct- a TV movie. Yeah, yeah. It's called oh, Frankenfish. I don't think he directed a theatrical film no, no, ever no, no. again. No theatrical films. But no. that one is actually underrated. It's like a Weird. giant like monster fish. And watching it, you're like, oh, I can huh. see what his pitch for Spawn was before it spun uh, terribly out of control. I feel like Rodriguez could have... I mean, oh, we just saw Alita Battle Angel, and yes, it has problems, but that was like okay compared <laughs> yeah, to this okay. abomination. Compared to this, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is. I had my issues with that movie, but that was like uh, okay. This is the problem of adapting anime into live action. It's like we're just now starting to give these projects enough budget and time to be like, okay, there's an audience for it, and and even then, like they're still failing. Yeah, they just they <laughs> like never work. Um, like the issue is just like it's very simple when you adapt stuff mm-hmm. you, you can't do all of it like you just can't yeah it's gonna feel rushed 
and crappy. Use the iconography, and if you have to twist it in your own story, that's fine. But just mm-hmm. pick a chunk that you want to do. I yeah, thought exactly. that like the uh, what's the the one where they hired Scarlett Johansson and everyone got Ghost mad. In the show. Yeah, I mm-hmm. didn't think that was that bad. That's I actually so thought it was a little boring. It was but very dull. I thought yeah. it was okay. And um, <laughs> I love how they're like whitewashing, can... and the movie is literally <laughs> about that. I know. <laughs> it used to be a but, Japanese woman. It's crazy. Well, I want to talk a little bit about whitewashing because mm. Goku is played <laughs> yeah. by. Like the whitest, most boring actor Ugh, ever from British Columbia, and then Vancouver. they have. <laughs> oh, he's so yeah, he is. Really? I mean, that's a James Wong and Glenn Morgan's uh, stomping grounds, Vancouver. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. I keep wanting to call him Ben Foster. It's not. His he looks name. like Ben Foster a little bit. He's ben got, Foster, he's, the he's poor got, man's Ryan Gosling. No, he's got the. Uh, he's got yes. Ben Foster's forehead. Mm. Yeah, and Ben looks, Foster, the star of Warcraft. Yeah, he looks oh, kind God. of like what's his uh, name? Justin Chadwick. Who plays Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad? Oh, oh that looks like. Um, I forget his name. I forget his Aaron, name. Aaron Paul. Aaron yeah, Paul. That's right. You. Yeah. He does kind of look like, I mean, the rest of the cast, other than Chowing yeah. Fat, are just nobodies. <laughs> You're like, but I don't like, know who this is. What I'm trying to say is, with anime especially, mm-hmm. like, even if the characters in the anime uh, are Japanese, as they 99% of the time I are, they're not necessarily drawn to yeah, look, be a look certain white. race. Mm-hmm. They're just drawn to look like whatever um, the art style is. Yeah. But Goku, I mean, come on. like He's Japanese. If they, It, it just would have looked better if they well, hired an Goku. Asian actor who actually knew how to do Kung Fu. You guarantee. <laughs> yeah. you know? No, yeah, because all the Asian hair, actors know Kung Fu, uh, eh, bro? No, but like, th- this, guy, yeah. this guy sucked. He just, does Justin suck. Chadwick. I remember the trailer. They kept showing the same shot of him like spinning under like the sticks in that one first fight that he had. Oh, yeah. This is a movie That's that is so in bizarre. love with the idea of like a slow motion punch to the face yeah. and kick yes. to the face, which is a very Indian st- thing that you see in a lot of Indian movies. But I have to say that like, uh, what did I have to say? <laughs> I don't remember. This movie is completely, I got all excited. You're there for a I know you're building Was it about this actor or was it about whitewashing? Uh, yeah, it was about whitewashing. Well, because oh, they have Emily. It was about Goku. Is that his character in the show is he's supposed to be a child. That's the whole gimmick is that he doesn't understand the world. He's right. kind of a man child. He's a man child, yeah. which is very disturbing because you have to consider that he has a child in the show. Oh, God. Even though in this his grandpa is named Gohan, which is his... That's... Um, is that part of the cartoon? I thought Gohan was... Well, maybe his grandpa was named Gohan, but yeah. he names his son Gohan. But mm-hmm. I didn't think he was literally a man-child. I thought he just was... I mean, it's been a very long time yeah, since I've watched Dragon Ball. Very ignorant is what I remember. Just like yeah. he doesn't know what's going on. And then he marries and... Chi-Chi, yes. and they have a son. <laughs> yeah. um, Chi-Chi looks way too... They both look way too young, but that's just what they were <laughs> they're doing. They're in high school. Exactly. They're like, let's just take these characters and put them in high school. What is this inspired by? Like who's the person going like they need to be in high school? Is it because like she's all that was popular five years ago? Twilight. This? this was like nineteen nineteen nine. No, it was two thousand and nine. Yeah, sorry, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the next movie. At one point, Goku dies and he goes into like a different universe and he talks to his grandpa and it looks identical to Twilight. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. It does the color palette. It's the color movie. corrected that way and he has like Edward's hair. It's, it's so really funny. funny. Yeah, it um, looks like and I was like, oh, Twilight came out the year before. Wait, uh, and, uh, Randall Duck Kim. So oh, maybe plays, that's what they were uh, inspired by with Twilight, oh, like the possible. high school situation. Every Everything has to like be that. high school. Yeah. Um, but Gohan is Randall Duck Kim, so he plays the key maker in the mm-hmm. uh, Matrix. Mm, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matrix Reloaded. That, uh, he was having his big year, I guess, because yeah, Matrix Reloaded so probably <laughs> came a few years before that, right? Probably, yeah. And uh, so he is Goku's grandpa, grandpa or something like that. Adopted, I mean, adopted grandpa. Uh, guardian. Yeah. I mean, this is a movie that, like, there's a lot of elements from the, like, the manga and the anime, but it makes no sense in the context of the, like... Goku, like the big gimmick in the show, is he has a tail. And okay. Yes, he has, has a, a long tail. furry tail. A long tail. furry tail. And that's why he turned into like that big uh, gorilla. But he turns into a giant Godzilla-sized like gorilla. like a werewolf. Yeah. Kind so of. So that's yeah. a big element of the sh- of the show. And uh, and the whole gimmick is that like, because he's a little child, and then he turns into like a giant gorilla man with red eyes, and they have to fight him and stuff it's like that. It's kind of like the Incredible Hulk, because like, he has to learn to control, control it, it yeah. kind of. But yeah. in this movie, he just turns into the werewolf from an American werewolf in Paris. Yeah, he looks, looks awful. It's so bad. This yeah. is like 2009, it's, and the CG is bad. so bad. Yeah. At least it's like, it kind of looks like the one in the it, cartoon. It does kind of look like the one, but not like the shots. I, he looks like Bebop though. almost. I did not know. Was, <laughs> I didn't know it was a monkey. Yeah, at it's all. supposed to be a monkey. Yeah, looks I thought like it was a werewolf. Okay, so after all this, what was your favorite part? April. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
how about the fact that it's really short? Um, I, uh, you know what? That's a perfect one. Okay, okay. okay. Well, when I said that earlier that I didn't want that to be my favorite, it's that is now like, my favorite. You I have can, to pick I can, one thing. Okay, well, I'm. Uh, there was never any sequel. This is this is tough because it's like I can't even recommend people to watch this. Well, I mean, okay, a lot of we consume a lot of bad movie media YouTube mm. channels. I know of literally two people who've even reviewed this there's so this is it's not no a people haven't seen it and b people don't care um but if they do care yeah it's like not even easy to make fun of necessarily i forgot i worked on Co- it Co- <laughs> yeah yeah like, nobody is gonna remember this I think movie i remember cosmonaut out variety hour did a funny video about it but uh <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to actually so say, I can't believe I'm even saying okay, this. Enough of your delay tactics um, for your favorite thing. I'll go with, well, okay. There was a cool shot of the city in one scene. There the, you the, go. Like that one can be scene. it. Sure. I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, I kind of liked Bulma, um, even though I don't like Bulma, but, Bulma um, is the one who, yeah, Emily Rossum, who Emily Rossum is on Shameless now. So I guess she she's looks like Ariana okay. Grande in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>, before, <laughs> Ari, before Ari, I hate that they did not give her blue hair. How hard is that? Um, that's but definitely I guess it, like a producer note or studio. I know being like, that's too weird. Let's give yeah. her one blue, blue streak. streak. But uh, she actually did, from what I remember, kind of have the character down. Mm-hmm. Like she was, she's plucky, but they made her a little too mean. But like <sighs> she's resourceful and like because in the show it's like she doesn't have magic powers like everyone else, but yeah. she still kicks ass. Yeah, she uses but, technology, which she does. In yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, who's the guy? Who's the Asian guy? That Yamcha. Yamcha. He's the worst in this. <laughs> he movie. comes in with this outrageous like whoa. Guys. He talks like some Californian <laughs> surfer. <laughs> yeah, but it's really exaggerated. And I was it, like, is his voice it didn't dubbed? match. I did not even the remember the character. I had to like look Me online. Too. <laughs> he was. Like, I think he was in like the original run, like very early Once on. Once I and then looked he would up, appear. you know, the character, I'm like, okay, I remember the guy with the green gee, mm-hmm. you know, but. I, I don't remember his character. <laughs> I barely remember him in this I movie. I mean, I kept waiting for the pig man to show up. <laughs> there was also like a sentient turtle who was like a friend of Master Roshi. Yeah, because Master Roshi rode around on Master Roshi lived on an island. Yeah, you know I remember that, CD, that. It's like Detective Pikachu. It's like that's where they lived. <laughs> oh, yeah. my head is hurting. I know. It's, it's a really... Too much lore. Yeah. I mean, there's no lava monsters to my memory in the TV show. <laughs> that's the thing about this. It's like you're never going to please the fans. Okay, yeah. so I got to so say... they don't even try. What's amazing about this movie and is that like Tom uh, Woodruff Jr. and Alec is it Gillis? Alec Gillis. Yeah, worked on it. Yeah. They had like the worst career when it came to like shitty adaptations. Like, oh, Listen, yeah. we did Santa Claus too yeah. and oh, we also boy. did The Lava Monsters who that is like a movie breaking moment in Dragon Ball Z where suddenly they're fighting Lava Monsters and you're remember. like you're like, what is and going on? And remember, he's like, I'm going to make a bridge of body. <laughs> it's stupid. Oh, I I did remember this part from the movie where, like, Goku throws these living, mo- like, creatures yeah. on the lava. And they're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. dying. And he uses them as a jump. bridge to jump across. <laughs> but there is one scene where they're, I think after yeah. they finish that fight and they're talking. And in, in the background, you see the lava river flowing by. And there's still their half-sunken dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cuts them half, they're right? CG. They, like, keep cutting to them. <laughs> <laughs> but they're always just in the background. They like, want the you know the, the living cost to go on this adventure and get these Dragon Balls. Yeah, right, what was is, your favorite part, Colin? Uh, wait, I, I have a... <laughs> How about quotes? the part where Goku's like, wait, are you Grandpa, more par- more Grandpa what do I have to do? Uh, He's such a bad actor in this. He's really so like, bad. I, I looked bad. him up. I'm like, where do I... I, I don't know him from anything. And it was like, of course. Oh, he's the wiener kid in uh, Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Yeah. He's the... the Goku t- fight, Dad. The ultimate yeah. wiener's children in that movie. Yeah, so, well, this is really funny. So I looked up, uh, I was looking at the Wikipedia and found some really good quotes from Justin <laughs> Chatwin. You know, people are a little too presumptuous about there being sequels for this movie. So <laughs> yep. in an interview to IGN, Justin Chatwin revealed that he signed on for three films, though he expressed, expressed interest in making seven films. Chatwin also stated that Goku, quote, only gets really interesting in the second film. Okay, you're and saying quote, that in an interview when I have to go watch the first one. <laughs> I, this is what I do, what I hate about like well you know these movies these days they're always again a way too presumptuous okay. of there being well, a sequel. Every and movie does that. Like you want to take them aside and be like, so focus on this yeah. movie. Yeah, what but, are the franchises that started this way? Yes. Like Marvel. It's like okay, yeah. what other ones? Yeah, but even when Nothing. this came out, Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was kind of just getting started. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They probably it, didn't even know. It's how... just like focus on making one movie. Don't 
don't put all the good stuff in the next movie. That's insane. And it was like, uh, I was reading some interview with James Cameron or something about, you know, oh, it's too bad we won't be able to make these sequels to Dark mm. Fate or whatever because it bombed. And then he's like, oh, there's all this interesting stuff we're going to do in the next one. It's like, put it in this one. Well, no. Put it in Dark Fate. I'm, I'm really tired of movies doing that. Even romantic comedies are doing that. Crazy Rich Asians did that. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's a, a book series, but like wait, what, the, what the, end, crazy- the end of the movie, it's like, well, next movie is when we are actually getting married and the drama really starts. It's like, can I just have a full story? Jesus. Like, well, hey, I, and I liked the movie. That but movie like, did well. That, People liked it. That pissed me off. Yeah, so, so Crazy they're Rich gonna make two more. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> crazy and then, Rich Asian You know what, there is that second franchise other than Marvel, the Crazy Rich Asian world. So, uh, yeah, exactly. uh, I have, what is it? The C-R-A- Crazy. C, I'm trying to think of the cinematic universe. C R A C U. I don't know what you're trying to. He's trying to crazy say crazy rich, rich Asian rich cinematic rich universe. But you know that that movie's like stuck in limbo, right? Because they can't like make another one oh, because no. of like Constance Wu. Because that came out a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with Constance? Is she too busy to make a new one? No, she was like attached. Remember that whole thing that came out that like her show got renewed, and she's like, "This is the worst thing that ever happened to oh. me." Oh, what show? Uh, it was what? Oh, fresh off the boat. That oh, she was on, I and people were like, "Boo hoo!" That your sitcom got picked <laughs> up again. <laughs> oh, when, when? Well, there was she a really was funny in the, the hustlers. Yeah, she was in hustlers. <laughs> so wait, what is? Uh, yeah, there was uh, hustlers. There's, there's another made for an Oscar. There was another funny quote from the writer Ben Ramsey. Uh, he apologized for the film writing. To have something with my name on it as a writer to be so globally reviled is gut-wrenching. To receive hate mail from all over the world is heartbreaking. Mm. Uh, I went into this project chasing after a big payday, not as a fan of the franchise, but as a businessman taking on an assignment. I have learned that when you go into a creative endeavor with passion, you come out with suboptimal results, or without passion, you come out with suboptimal results. And, uh, I hope and sometimes he at least, flat out garbage. I hope he at least got a big payday. He probably so, did not. So I'm not blaming anyone for Dragon Ball Evolution but myself. I like to point out that Ben Ramsey, while he did write the big hit, Wait, sucks. I worked on that. Yeah, it sucks, though. <laughs> um, it recently ended the 90s marathon programmed by my pal Peter Kaplowski and Grady Hendrix. They ended the whole film festival, six movies, in, in New York last week with the big hit. That really? Final movie. Oh, I was man. Like, and Knock Off played first. I was like, you got to switch those bad boys. Oh, knock Off, man. Knock Off, man. Would you love to go up and like I could have like flown down. <laughs> Did he release the list? Because he's been hyping up this film festival well, yeah, for played. like months. I can, I can tell you what played. I'm just curious what the Knock what the Off, The were. Wrong Guy, uh, The Odd One Dies, which is a Hong Kong movie. The Dave Foley, The Wrong Guy? Yeah, The Wrong Guy. <laughs> oh my God. It is an amazing movie, if it's you remember best. it. I, I, no, we best. like it. We like it. Uh, there was some other one. It wasn't like stuff that was... Yeah, there was some good stuff, but yeah, I think Knock Off, the John Claude Van Damme classic was the best. I just wanted to point out Ben Ramsey wrote and directed the amazing White, Michael J. White movie Blood and Bone. I don't know if you ever see that one. It's nope. like a DTV film. Check it out if you want to see some great DTV action and actually see Spawn himself mm. have fun on screen. Oh, poor old Michael J. White. What? He should team up with Thomas Jane and it's like, guys that were yeah. blockbusters that failed. Thomas yeah. Jane and Michael J. White. Hey, Michael J. White was in uh, Kill Bill and got cut out. Oh, he did. But oh. He's, uh, one of the rare times Quentin Tarantino put a deleted scene on the DVD. Really? Yeah, because that whole scene with David Carradine is on the disc. Oh, yep. That's he's cool. put some deleted scenes on uh, Once Upon a Time in he Hollywood. He did put that but... on that as well. Well, maybe that maybe not since Kill Bill. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big deal. Oh, a Pulp Fiction deleted scenes. Wait, so you tried the dodge. What was your favorite part about this movie? <laughs> well, um, the quote some, he's reading right now. Some, <laughs> some, of, some of the non-Justin Chat Chat. My God, Chatwin. Chat yeah, uh, when he's not involved in fight scene, when it's like uh, a couple of the girls like fighting. Yeah, it's there like are some Bulma. actual like very well done fight scenes. Chichi was okay, and the other bad girl, I don't remember her name. Uh, I can't um, remember. Henchman, henchwoman. There's henchwoman, kind of like a, yeah. a middle part where I think. Uh, one of them like takes over the other's body or something like that. To yeah, yeah. One of the Dragon Balls, and they're having like a fight, and it's actually I'm seeing very... double two chichis. Yeah, <laughs> four chichis. Uh, no, yeah, you screwed <laughs> I'm seeing yeah, double. Her eyes wide. She's like, oh shit. No. <laughs> we haven't done that one in forever. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised that nobody said that their favorite part was James uh, Marster from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. James Marsters. Yeah, James um, Marsters. Well, the thing is. 
he is barely in this movie. Yeah, he didn't even register. Um, I did see him last year in um, a bread factory. Well, he's briefly um, in a bread factory. Well, the was thing he is, in a, okay. is that a movie or was he actually in a bread factory? <laughs> Good one. Yeah, you were t- taking a most tour people, of most, the Wonder Bread Factory. I guess like, most people. Hey, James, James do you guys give out free samples? Hello. Did you know I didn't actually have an English <laughs> accent? <laughs> I know. He, he usually talks like this. Is he really? No, yeah, no, 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 no. He, no. He's Buffy, actually American. He yeah. okay. So, like, the accent he has on Buffy is one that he's putting on. Never so seen Buffy. The best line in Buffy is that he he meets this uh is this flashback where he like sucks the blood out of this um, previous slayer and she's like tell my mother I love her you know and subtitles and he goes sorry baby I don't speak Chinese <laughs> <laughs> and then he like kills her it's really that is funny. The best line that Spike and <laughs> That's Buffy the has. best thing Spike ever said. Uh, <laughs> April loves subtitle humor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but anyway, he was in a bread factory. But Bread Factory is such a long movie; it's in two parts, mm-hmm. and I missed the second part because I was, too, I was too DVD tired. Now. Okay, well, uh, who's the director? Uh, oh, Patrick Wang. Yeah, so yes. I saw it at a film festival, and he was actually see, sit, sitting behind me and when you I got saw up it. And, left and I was like, I was laughing so hard I had to because I was too tired. I was told by Peter Kaplansky, this is such inside baseball. <laughs> Patrick Wang was at that film festival. The '90s one was the big hit, oh. and he watched all six movies. Holy shit! Yep. But yeah, um, the first half of a Bread Factory was really good. Check <laughs> Wait, it are out. Are we doing a Bread Factory <laughs> podcast? <laughs> um, but apparently the second half was even better. Yeah, right, it's Justin? musical in the second yeah. half. Uh, Just no. like that could have helped uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, the whole thing was a musical or <laughs> yes. just a songs. in the second half and every song is like dragon dragon catch well, the dragon as, for me you guys would be probably be horrified but like me watching that i would go like maybe this is what the show's like i, don't oh, know. I would love it if it was a musical because i love them there's not a lot of anime musicals in fact no, i can't think really. of any there's musical shows yes but not like anime like, musicals like, you know like yeah. a musical where people break into song but i'm classic. sure i'm sure there are some you know what there. this movie was missing was the voice of um the announcer that does dragon Ball. yes next up on his, dragon his Ball name Z. is like kevin <laughs> kevin it so, it's something? a k something because he did yeah. a voice in one of the shorts that i did oh really yeah, one of the yeah so every episode they would have like a recap and it would be like vegeta is fighting goku yeah. but and it's what like, will happen when he does this a really deep voice <laughs> like this yeah. he's, and he's this great. is my everyday voice hey guys How's it going? Yeah, he's a voice actor, but I think he might be most famous for that Dragon Ball voice. Yeah, definitely for that. He's like in everything doing like, it's almost like the cliche anime voice where yeah. it's like, oh no, watch out. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the Asian guy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did he dub Which him? Which one, yeah, well, the, yeah, the yeah, surfer sure. dude guy. He had completely yeah. forgotten his name. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie, you know what? It's great. There's no such thing as a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, on. sure. The yeah. first film, I don't know why I suggested it, but I said, let's watch Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, it actually had been on our my list for a while because we never saw it, and it was on Amazon Prime, and I was like, oh, that looks fun and mm-hmm. bad, and but it's <laughs> a hell of a lot better Super than Dragon Mario Ball. Brothers. And I'm like, I love the video game. So, I mean, we were talking about this before the movie started. Like, we, I know Double Dragon. Yeah. It's two dudes, and it's a beat them up and they walk on screen and they beat people up. That's, That's it. it. That's <laughs> yeah, it. There's nothing else. There's like a girl with a whip. I, I think guess like, so. I, I only played uh, Double Dragon 2. I had it in my Amiga and I mm. always played all the time. It was, Amiga? Yeah, it was really fun. So you oh. could like you, you could like uh, get two players and you could like team up. I was going to say, you could only play one player. You're like, I'll never have the double uh, I'll feeling. I'll never have a friend. But then you could, uh, it was pretty cool. You could like knock the weapons out of the enemy's hands and then pick, so you could like kick, and then pick them up. Yeah, yeah like the whip the arcade hand, game. And then like take the whip and like whip so people. So it started off as an actual arcade game yes. where yeah. you would have, you and a friend mm-hmm. would be the two brothers. Yeah, it was yeah. just like a side scroller. Cool. You just like walk across but it had like really cool things there was like a, a certain section with like a conveyor belt with spikes so you could like have a fight mm. on it as you got closer and closer and then like kick people and throw them onto the spikes it was, was it one of the first beat-em-ups i'm sure it wasn't the yeah. first but like was it one of the first popular well, street ones? fighter i think maybe came before that uh Probably. but i think that's more of I a don't. Uh, i want to say that was later a fighting game i really don't know like i think beat-em-up i'm not a video game expert that's like a side-scrolling I game thought street fighter was a side oh no it no. wasn't no. no i'm thinking of something else what's the one where they What's the one where they beat up the car? Uh, that's Street Fighter. Is that Street Fighter? Yeah. Okay. It's a certain section in Street Fighter. All right. Yeah, between fights. Yeah, this that's like a Mortal Kombat with two guys mm-hmm. as opposed to kind like, of like side scroller. Side scroller, yeah. yeah. And then you have all the classics, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. Yeah. Uh, where you always die in yeah. that level again with like ramps and stuff. Yeah. Battle Toads. <laughs> Battle Toads. <laughs> a game for no one. <laughs> <laughs> that game is so ugly. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a character in this Double Dragon movie that kind of looks like a Battletoad. Yes. Oh, God. Can you imagine, like, if they did a live-action Battletoad and you know that was in development at some point, right? Yeah, and then they just, like, painted it flesh-colored. Yeah, like, they're hey. all, like, deformed and stuff like that. I mean, this is a movie that obviously came out the year after uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, movie. this was, like, 1994, mm-hmm. I think, Super Mario, because they look... Very familiar. This is one of the things I'm like, okay, if if... This movie could have easily ended up like Super Mario, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know. So this is like the kind of better version. Well, because yeah. Super Mario infamously got completely out of control with yeah. the two directors, but and the, they're just making crazy decisions. Yeah, but like the sets look very similar. Kind of mm-hmm. has like a very similar aesthetic. It's uh, kind of like Teenage Mutant. When did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come out? Ooh, I don't know. Because I feel like that is one of like the 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 leaders in the, like the '90s kind of like street gang. Yeah, uh, I want to say that was early. I want to say that's late 80s. Okay, that sounds that about right. That was 80s, right. I think. Maybe 90 or something. Because uh, I had Vanilla Ice. Was that oh, the second one? Oh, that's right. That's the second one where yeah. it's like, go turtle. No. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go ninja. My favorite joke in almost any movie ever is in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, someone's watching a TV that's like, Foot Clan, uh, robberies are on the rise. And then they look away, and when they look back, their TV's gone. <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> that's the kind of joke that would be like in this movie. Yeah, Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah, so we have kind of two uh, megastars on the rise, Scott Wolf from Party of Five I think we figured it out yeah, yeah that's he would right. later that's, be on Party of Five it's the only thing I know him or maybe from. he was already yeah, on it and my man Mark Dacascos who I he's genuinely great. love uh, he's great he's fantastic I, I only ever knew him well because you talked mm-hmm. about him Justin but I knew him from Iron Chef America oh that's he, right he hosted he Iron that Chef. I'd never yeah. seen him in anything other than John Wick 3 which yeah. you watched recently which he's great which he's great and and he's yeah. so fun so charismatic yeah, I mean bringing back in the guy who programmed that 90s marathon Grady Hendrix his wife was on Iron Chef oh really and the great story was that he went up to Mark Dacascos and said, hey man, uh, I love your movies. Can you still do a backflip? And a producer was like, no, he can't <laughs> because, you know, there's liability issues. Mark Dacascos was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. And he did a backflip. <laughs> and they were like, yay! Yeah! That would be so cool. They were like, He's oh God, awesome. if yeah. he hurts himself, we're oh, going to have to pay for I it. I hope he does more stuff. Me too. He's, he's, he's kind of trapped in like, I don't know, in like DTV land. Like, he, he did, makes yeah. a lot of DTV movies and he's getting old, right? Like, I think with like the Asylum and stuff, he did like uh, when I Am oh, Legend I am, came out. Uh, I, I Am Omega, Omega. which is actually pretty good <laughs> yeah. uh, in as far as like Asylum movies go yeah. yeah the thing is that like in his prime he did get some like star he was in only the strong which okay. is i can't say the word it's capoeira that kind of like brazilian oh, capi- dance cap- fighting capoeira Ooh. capoeira i think it's more yeah that and he was very good in it you're thinking and- of the delicious drink uh caipirinha <laughs> and- i don't know what that is <laughs> and he became the muse of christophe Ga because he started really? playing Freeman, That's right. which was produced by Samuel Adida, who did Only the Strong, and he was also in Brotherhood, Brotherhood of, of the Wolf, Wolves, where yeah. he played a Native American. A right. little problematic, but yeah. um, he's really fun in that movie. Hey, that movie, it's got uh, it's like a flyover <laughs> landscape. <laughs> That's right. It's a flyover landscape. <laughs> that turns uh, into Monica Belushi's breasts. Make, <laughs> naked bodies. Wait, you've never seen Brotherhood of the Wolf? Uh, no. I think you would really it, like is it. Is it anime related? Uh, <laughs> it's definitely anime. It's Christopher, Christoph Gaunt is a director who, he made Silent Hill most famously. Yeah. But he was like a huge movie fan so Brotherhood of the Wolf is like a movie where everything that he ever loved is in it so it's a period piece it's also a giallo a monster movie a kung fu film oh my god it's like everything, everything. in one when so did very this anime. come out and uh, Naked Monica Bellucci uh, it's like 2004 2005 oh, uh, close so. enough to the Matrix that it was like a French Matrix That's which is right. like because <laughs> yeah. it had a lot of Mark Dacascos so slow like slow motion fighting and stuff mm. like that oh, yeah. it sounds good well uh, that's not the movie we watched we watched Double Dragon uh, <laughs> yeah. but Double Dragon was fun we should say right from it's the get bad I, yeah. like i didn't yeah you know. like it's not very um plot heavy mm-hmm. like no. uh, i really don't feel like <laughs> unlike, the, unlike the game I really it was d- no <laughs> knives out like i no, i don't think we even really need to recap the plot basically robert patrick is a bad guy and he has half of the uh, <laughs> medallion robert patrick, you're painting him with such a broad brush <laughs> Wait, this, is a, this is another movie where like a white guy has like the most japanese sounding name his uh-huh. name is kogashuko but that's yeah. not actually his name because there's a whole seed where they call him by a different name and he's yeah. like no one's called me that in a long time oh, okay <laughs> my actual name is like lance like i don't know um stone or armstrong something like that. yeah um but you know robert patrick having fun uh with this role. yeah because he wants the other half of the double dragon medallion which i guess was well, i don't think it was part of the game there was just two dudes i don't who, remember it no. i'm sure their names were like lance and jim dragon no, or something it was like, like billy and, yeah which is what they're named and in the whatever movie. lee mm-hmm. which is odd because yeah. you've got like 
This is another ad- movie. Just like Dragon Goku, they were adopted, I think, by the woman in the in movie. the movie. Yeah, who um, is I guess forcing them in weird uh, fighting matches. We have not pointed out this isn't a post-apocalyptic uh, New- Los Angeles called New, New, An- An- New, New Angeles. Angeles in the year 2007 <laughs> after quakes and rocked the yeah, city and which, everything which, is in ruins. You know, I, I like. Um, um, I like your futuristic post-apocalyptic stuff. <laughs> compost-apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're talking about. The fact that they have the car from Back to the Future that they put like the, the compost in to keep what? it running. This is the first thing I'm like, God, this reminds me of Super Mario because their car <laughs> yeah. their car runs on garbage and it's got all these hoses and like flames shooting out the back. You know what? I made a joke at the beginning that like they run down a street that they obviously built and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I guess we're going to see this street a lot. It didn't feel it. It didn't feel no. like Super Mario Brothers, which feels like it takes place in one street that you no, keep seeing we, over we and over had again. different locations yeah and that, that one street is like just dressed with garbage mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's right I mean I hope you love matte paintings because you get a lot of them in this hey movie. this has, it has some pretty good matte paintings yeah it does it's very uh, it has a moving matte painting I'll, at one point yeah I'll yeah. say this of the movie it's very of the time mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a very 90s movie this is like it 90s. is the most 90s movie yeah, ever it's 1994 because we should talk about Colin's favorite part Alyssa Milano <laughs> God. Also, the computer graphics, yes. oh, so which are like terrible. the Tron motor, Tron motorbikes. Uh, Alyssa like Milano, yeah. I mean, she's so thing. bad in this movie. Every time she's on screen, it's like, ugh. has she ever been good? Um, I don't know. Wasn't I... she in that Marky Mark movie, Fear? Oh, was <laughs> Did she? Anyone see that? That played on TBS all the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was the other girl in that. I think she was like in a Poison Ivy sequel or something. Well, like that. She if was. That's she the was case, in like some then... a lot of TV movies as well. There was like yeah. one based on a true crime that's like very famous Probably. and I don't remember what it is. Oh, we, she was in the Joey Buttafuoco movie, I think. <laughs> what, one of probably I don't know many. what Joey Buttafuoco yeah, yeah. is. Um, she would play, uh, what's her name? Uh, I forget. His, his Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> yeah, Joey Buttafuoco had a mistress who killed his wife. Oh, I think that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, she didn't kill him. She she shot her she, in the head she, um, and, and then she uh, uh, it's like her one side of her face kind of went limp. Like yeah, she had like a stroke two face. Or I know this is actual a true nice crime. Too soon. <laughs> Alyssa Milano, you, like. Well, any, oh, wait, you're talking about Alyssa Milano? Half it, her face is no, frozen. No, no, the other. Anybody my the, age would know her from Who's the Boss, which is. Yeah. Well, I, I watched uh, Who's the Boss growing up, too. Did you? Yeah, it's, it's I was Tony a big Danza. fan. You know what? Um, I wish I watched Who's the Boss. Instead, it was Charles in Charge, and now it haunts me like the Cosby I, show. Charles in Charge was not on when Charles I was watching. Well, here's the funny thing is when I first started in VFX, that remake of like the outer limits came back on Ooh, tv love oh, yeah. that show. i watched that a lot and too. the company that we i worked at did the effects for the first couple of episodes and Alyssa milano was in one and mm. because it was like an i guess it was on hbo or something it was like that was on hbo no showtime showtime yeah, oh, showtime. yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah, she got sense. her boobs out oh did she yeah i didn't know that was a nudity show no was... i think we probably watched it on space it was like and it was R-rated. probably edited down like the tales yeah. from the crypt episodes yeah it was showed. but we had the full like unedited episode so we were like oh my god Alyssa milano was her boobs out. If she was in a Poison Ivy sequel, she definitely took her oh, top yeah. off. That's yeah. what those movies were all movies. about. Yeah. Yeah. So Double Dragon, uh, you know, Scott Wolf. I keep wanting to see Scott Bayo now because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's stuck in my head. Scott Wolf and Mark Dukaskin. It's essentially just chased throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's like it's fun action chase. scenes choreographed by Jeff Amata, yeah. uh, who is a very famous action choreographer, who I remember last seeing his name. He choreographed the big action scene in The Good Place. I don't know if you guys watch that show. Oh, uh, I only April saw did. the first first season <laughs> uh, yeah I okay. think that there's been like four seasons, four seasons now. Yeah, I saw a... the one where then well I won't ruin yeah, it but there's a, there's a big spoiler at the end of season one and I don't think I I, I continued but I liked it you're like I hate Ted Danson <laughs> but uh, Jeff Amata and is it Al, Al Leong? Leong yeah who everybody knows Al Leong he's in Die Hard he's the guy who eats the candy bar you'd know him he's in every movie he's yeah. like Does a Chinese guy he always guy. have that mustache he's always got the mustache the ponytail, ponytail yeah. the okay. long hair he's in uh, Big Trouble in Little and China they're two goons who I guess maybe they were too busy doing the stunts because they don't really fight in the movie. They kind of show up and they're there. Yeah, they kind of get their ass handed to them a couple of times. Were they supposed to be twins? Because they're clearly not twins. Uh, No, No, but they're like dressed the same. They're dressed the same. They have the same mustache. Yeah. The movie needs to make uh, space for our favorite character who's like Lash, a woman with a whip. It's like gets a lot of screen time. Leah Lash. Linda Lash. And uh, definitely my favorite thing in the movie a Bobo. Oh, God. So this is a boss from the game, I believe, because I've heard the name before. I think so, yeah. And this is all I remembered from this movie <laughs> is 
There's like a process that I guess producers go through or just film studios when they adapt the game and they go, okay, we're going to throw everything out except we're going to pick one specific thing and try to bring it to life in the most horrifying way possible. <laughs> I'm thinking again of Super Mario Brothers, whether it be... Um, the Koopas. Yeah, the Koopas, which was just scarring as a kid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Even in uh, Street Fighter... Uh, Blanca? No, wait. Blanca? What was that? Who's the crazy blue creature thing? That's Blanca. Yeah, Blanca. Blanca. Is there like a... Oh, yeah, because... Yeah, they took uh, Jean-Claude's friend and then they... they made him into like a monster Yeah, they transformed him into this like blue, crazy, red-haired... Oh, I don't remember that at all. ...monster thing. But like, so Bobo in this movie, he's uh, just a punk at the beginning who has the greatest look. It's like a mohawk with like a a curly, (laughs) I guess, ponytail And he has like... War paint kind of and on his face. He looks like a reject from like the Road Warrior or something. Yeah, like, like someone that'd be in the far background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's wearing these like kind of weird chaps. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I mean, everyone's chaps. wearing weird chaps it's in this true. movie. It's true. <laughs> was that a look that you had back in the nineties? I guess. Colin yeah, chaps. man. Everyone was wearing chaps. <laughs> Whoever was in charge of costumes just had a thing about chaps. Yeah. Well, this is like the most nineties looking movie. Ever. Of, of all it, time. It like yeah. burns your eyes. Way more you... than um, uh, Batman Forever with all those weird gang yeah. members. It's, I would this, say it's way more 90s This than has Batman. way more different yeah. types of gangs than Batman Forever. But so, Abobo is, uh, I guess he looks like the hand kind of in the video game. He's supposed to be a big muscle man. Yeah. So, uh, there's a plot point that comes out of nowhere, never mentioned again, that they uh, inject him full of steroids. So, he turns out this giant Chiodo created, Chiodo Brothers being the director's killer comes from outer space, Creature man who looks like just a whole pile of testicles. Yeah, he looks- with like <laughs> veins sticking out of him. This is not for children. This has, is too scary. Yeah, he has gigantic bowling ball sized testicles on his neck, on either yeah. sides of his neck. He looks like it, he's going to explode. Yeah. This is like a big Speaking zit. of Batman, Batman and Robin, he kind of looks right. like he's that like, version of Bane. He's like Bane but gro- yeah, grosser. Yeah. Like, but, like, like, you know what? Uglier. As scary as he is in the movie, they do give him a moment of. <laughs> I guess empathy where he like looks at himself in the mirror and like one tear rolls down his cheek. Yeah, he kind of wipes the mirror away and then he's like, who will love me? And there's like a close up of a tear just like my favorite movie, Resident Evil Apocalypse when Nemesis cries, who's also a big muscle guy. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah, that's right. It was weird. I saw that guy at a a party at TIFF. Who, Nemesis? He's like, hey, how's it going, Colin? (laughs) (laughs) Like a big ugly guy. Ugly guy. Yes. You're like, I think they exploited you in that movie, making you a monster. No, the Abobo guy. Oh, the Abobo guy. The actor, because uh, the mask. <laughs> the, 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 was he in the Abobo? It guy? was the guy from the mask, right? He was one of the henchmen in the mask, mm. uh, the Jim Carrey mask. I think April pointed out it's the guy that. Yeah, well, it's when they're in the club, and then <laughs> he gets an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, the mask pretends he does a performance, and then he pretends to die, and then he gets an Oscar, oh. and then the, the guy cries. Oh, he, he, he falls into someone's he arms and me. cries. Really loved me. Yeah. I mean, speaking of movies that terrified me as a child. I think we've spoken about this before. The Mask, the mask? is very scary. I, I gotta yeah. watch that again. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie holds up. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I don't think... I, I remember The Mask having the same problem this movie has, which is the jokes are like very leaden in their timing. Yeah. Not as bad as Double Dragon, which... You know, it had off screen. This is Double Dragon. Yeah, I said not as bad as Double Dragon. <laughs> oh, the, the mask. mask. The mask. Okay, <laughs> sorry. As far as jokes go, uh, because like there are some off screen like one liners, but not as many as I would have wanted. Like somebody falls in a bunch of nets, and it's like oh, I forget. Wasn't what that. nothing uh, but no, nets. nothing but nets. Uh, there was one one liner that made me laugh because the timing was so off. Where he's like, "My life just flashed before my eyes." I slept a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's about as good as it gets when it comes well, it's to like the jokes. Mark Dacascos is carrying this whole, like, every time there's a fight scene or something, which there are a lot of fight scenes, they're constantly being chased by gangs. action packed. Yeah, it's just nonstop. And I mean, compared to something like Judge Dredd, which is snooze town. Oh, it's so bad. Speaking of movies that take place on one street. Yeah, but like, uh, what's his name? Fucking Mark Dacascos. Mm-hmm. He's kicking ass and doing all these flips, and like, he's confident. He's mm-hmm. kicking ass. Scott Wolf, I think is running most of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I can't do many stuff. Would you say Mark Dacascos is your favorite part? 
because he definitely kicked a lot of. Uh, Who's gonna take uh, it, Colin no, and uh, April, head to head? I was gonna say Dumb the, the fucking explosions oh, in yeah. this movie. <laughs> Holy crap! There's a lot. There are they are huge. They, they are so big. I'm curious to know what the budget of this movie was. Uh, was it the company? I, I think I it was like Imperial it. or something like that. If they were pushing for this to be like Mario Brothers level, it could probably be like a sixty million dollar movie or something. I don't think it got a theatrical release. Oh, I had sixty million dollars. Oh, this did. Did it? Oh yeah. Oh wow. It feels like a straight to video one. Uh, it had Terminator Two star Robert Patrick <laughs> <in it. laughs> coming straight off of Terminator Two. Yeah. No, he did. Uh, I think it was like Fire in the Sky after Terminator mm. Two, and then he did this. And I've got the estimated budget. What's what the estimated it? budget? Seven million eight hundred and fifty. That sounds about right. What? So, yeah. so seven point eight. Million. Man, seven point eight oh went my much God. further in nineteen ninety three. So that's what fifteen million dollars probably now. Holy if shit. Not, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's like mid level. <laughs> mid level. Well, usually anything. I remember hearing that like live entertainment. There was a producer who could greenlight anything under four million dollars because wow. that was like the magic. Number. Yeah, like that was an okay number. So seven million dollars. They definitely had images of being, I guess, a Super Mario Brother kind of thing. Is wow, that like the Blumhouse model now? No, uh, I'm I'm shocked because it doesn't look cheap. No, and, you know they've got some like. A this lot of sets. a You're lot right. of good matte painting. It doesn't look cheap at all. A lot of good sets. Like production design is pretty decent, yep. you know, for for what it is. And you know they've got uh, Robert Patrick the special <laughs> effects. Anytime he's holding the half of the medallion, he can turn into this like flattened pancake <laughs> shadow creature. Well, the joke I made is that he looks like a Judge Doom when he gets run over by the <laughs> yeah. steamroller. He's he like, t- I'm the tune that killed your brother. <laughs> hey, we forgot to mention. Speaking of pancakes, yeah, in Dragon Ball Z or whatever we watched, the end credits. So this is something. <laughs> I Wait, don't know. what happened? Oh, well, yeah. I was just like, you we're watching the end credits, and it was like, huh, that guy's name is something Pancake. I'm like, Wait a minute! There's another guy named Pancake. They were like Wait, three. Another Pancake, and it was like their full name, and then Pancake. Pancake, and then April said, "Was it like the Alan Smithy of this production?" It must have been. That's so like, weird. Pan- I've never heard anybody with the last name Pancake. <laughs> yeah, there were at least. I hope like- we get a letter from the Pancakes. Like, <laughs> Joe, listen, we're proud of Dragon Ball <laughs> Evolution. Like Joe we Bag have of Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Colin's name is in the credits. You should have gone by Colin and, Pancake and, and Jim, oh, Jim Maxwell too. Wait, you. <laughs> Colin, you're looking for those residual checks from Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what was your favorite part of this movie, April? Um, well, I'm going to say something a little more general. Mm. And that I, and as I kind of talked about earlier, I like the futuristic world. But the, the funny thing about it is, like, it's a futuristic world that's also po- post-apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it has all the things that the 90s have. <laughs> yeah. But they put these little tech things in there where they could. But it's like... It's all the the pop pop pop, pop culture. I'm trying <laughs> it's to get. all the pop culture of the '90s, and mm. yet it's supposed to be 2007. Oh man, the There's future a, of 2007. I mean, the best shot of the whole movie is they get trapped down an alley, and all those like street punks show up. Yeah, and it's revealed that a bunch of them. <laughs> are up against a graffitied wall and they're wearing jackets yeah. that look like the graffiti. And, yeah, so they know, turn around. I'm sure the storyboards funny. look good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't really work. It's pretty the funny. Movie. There's so much graffiti. Everybody's got like a kind of cool lair that they <laughs> yeah, hang out in. Like a, a clubhouse. lair, yeah. yeah, yeah like, there's like tons well, of arcade machines. Well, a bunch of them are in that one lair, all these different gangs, and they all yeah. have their own outfits. But the but, Double Dragons, yeah. they they had their like little theater that they would hang out mm, in until it got burned true. down. But and I, then like, what's his name? Has like a Lair, and then like Alyssa Milano has got like the most '90s looking lair. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's like like... (laughs) it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse a little bit. It does. It's like that mixed with like Hook. (laughs) No, that's what it is. It looks exactly like Hook. Hook had like a big paint splatter thing going on. Yeah, which this has. This is graffiti Um, everywhere. As far as like post-apocalyptic, it's not really the apocalypse because I guess there's just like an energy shortage or whatever. Well, there's Um, like smog everywhere. They have these like earthquakes. Yeah, Yeah, they, they, they have these like. Like uh, kind of like phone booths that people go into, and they have like hoses and air masks, so they can like oh, breathe cool. air and stuff like that. But like as far as post-apocalyptic <laughs> movies go, I actually I really don't like the kind of Mad Max world because that mm. was just aped by like a bajillion things. This like let's shoot in the desert, and but we have like you know kind of like get a couple kind cars, of like, you know cars, and like someday like I I prefer I like. Like I like sci-fi futuristic stuff, but it's neat where they can kind of like blend like kind of 
oh, we, we don't have a lot, but there's just these small touches like the weird like GPS so thing. You, know? you prefer like Dragon Ball Evolution style futures. Well, I'm using <laughs> I'm using this to segue into a recommendation of a show that I just watched, which is amazing. Um, it's on Netflix and it's called Carol and Tuesday. It's an anime oh. and it's so good. It's by this. It's by the same guy who did Cowboy Bebop, um, which and it takes place in the same world as Cowboy Bebop. So it's in the future, but it's also that, that one is like a Western and this is about this is a music show it's about two girls who start a band but it's in the future and it's on Mars wait how did we get here <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah Sorry. April April was so excited when she was yeah, talking she, she was standing I can't talk enough about Carol and Tuesday so if you are into if that sounds interesting to you watch it it's on Netflix so your favorite part of Double Dragon was Carol <laughs> and Tuesday yeah <laughs> The songs are really good. This is a movie that's also so like family friendly as well. Like, sure. other than somebody dying, other than like them and ogling, ogling like Alyssa Milano's time. ass. The There's some butt time. shots. Yeah, but it ends the same way. It ends in like the fret, like do do like everybody's great. Yeah, like Robert Patrick like, does a bunch of shtick at the end, and even yeah. like the bad guy of Bobo is like their friend at the end <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I mm. love that. Like. You know, Robert Patrick finally gets the double dragons. And what does it do? Well, it just splits them into two monster men. Yeah. <laughs> With swords. It was a bit disappointing because it's like, this was your big, this was your final form. Yeah, that was the plan. It seemed like, it seemed like he was more powerful in the shadow form. Because yeah, he could possess people. He could do a whole we bunch of We didn't talk about how cool the shadow form looked. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like it was a like... 2D animation. Yeah, yeah especially kinda, when he's on the floor. He kind of animated. starts in like uh, a 3D form. It's like uh, PDI did it. Mm. I thought it... you were going to say it's like Peter Pan. No, no. It's a company <laughs> called... Uh, it is like Peter Pan. It's oh, a yeah, company, shadow. It was a company called Pacific Data Images. They were like kind of early uh, Weren't CG they like guys. famously bad or, uh, or were they good? They, Not if they did this. They were kind of pioneers, and mm. then I think I think they folded. I think it was uh, no, no. What was a special company. effects company folding? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never heard of that you before. Don't say. Whoa. <laughs> it's like left, right, and center these uh, days. And I do love the big payoff. Like on the cover of Double Dragon, you see uh, Mark DeCascos and Scott Wolf, and they're like geese, and they're like red and blue, and it's like, oh, the movie can't be over until they get into these. And when it finally happens in the movie, you're like, wait a minute, these don't look like the ones on the cover. They're, they're very they're bedazzled. Like, they're bedazzled. Yeah. I guess they were like, we got to hold this back until the big, you know, we can't just put it on the cover. Like, yeah, they, April said it best. It looked like Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> they had like this like triangle, the, the shoulder pads, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of look, you know. Yeah, it just looked like the characters from Street Fighter or something. Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, uh, exactly. But the thing is, in the video game, those characters did not look like that <laughs> no. at all. Well, you know what's funny is this movie had crazier haircuts than Dragon Ball Z, the one based on an anime where everyone has crazy hair. Oh, okay. You're I talking mean, about like Robert Patrick's hair. <laughs> Mostly, yes. He's yes. got this like but half, punks he's got too. like the top half of this pompadour's blonde mm. and then the bottom half is black. Mm. I would have loved to have been in the room though where they're coming up with all the punks. They're like, all right, what is there going to be? A mime punk? There's like a postman <laughs> punk. Mailman punk. That was, that was a good gag. The postman jumps off a building and he's trying to land on them and he's like, special delivery, air mail. <laughs> you say good gag. But and then the guy <laughs> goes, uh, that's the fastest I've ever seen the mailman move. And they, they laugh. <laughs> the classic, um, you know, mailman joke. I mean, they're classic. laughing at their own jokes all the time. Constantly. And it's like, <laughs> and they st there's they, big they, empty pauses as well. They must they have stop, toured the movie. They stop fighting and look at one another and laugh. Yeah. I mean, the best joke is when uh, Lash goes to Alyssa Milano, <laughs> who's the boss now? Uh, Which I'm glad I could get because Colin pointed out that Alyssa Milano was in Who's the Boss. That's breaking the fourth wall. That's insane. Yeah, how dare you double track it? And yeah. what was with like Madonna is now marrying Tom Arnold? Well, there's a whole bunch of pop culture references <laughs> that are specifically yeah. 90s. It's kind of like a uh, they do like a Robocop thing. Yeah, where they, 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 they keep cutting back to the news, but there's this uh, Entertainment Tonight style program, but it's like Vanna White and George Hamilton. Yeah, and Andy Dick is doing the weather. Oh, God. What's George Hamilton famous for? He's uh, famous for his tan. Yeah. Oh, okay, literally he was, in a, he was in a Dracula movie that was, is it Love at First Bite? Or yeah. is that the, no, wait, what is the no, one? it's Love at First it's Bite. It's Love at First Bite. Yeah. What is the uh, Leslie Nielsen one? Dracula Dead and Loving It. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a movie we should do for this podcast. <laughs> I remember loving, loving it. it. I do too. <laughs> As a kid. Never we should be busy. Mel Brooks? Yeah. 
All right, so that's it for, I guess, Double the Dragon. Yeah. Um, so I'm seeing double more dragons. <laughs> there we go. That's, it's pretty easy. That's going to go in the description. It's fluff. It's like, what, 90 minutes or double something? Double Dragon, like that. I would totally uh, recommend. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, it really? It, yeah. It goes really fast. It's not long. It's on Amazon Prime uh, in Canada. Um, it's a fun ride. It's goofy, but it's also got some pretty good fights and explosions. And, the, you, you know, know, five the explosions stars are really good. Compared to Super Mario Brothers and Judge Dredd, I oh. would say it's definitely number one. One. I would watch way, this ten more times. Way than better than sit through Judge Dredd again. We're definitely gonna watch Super Mario Brothers for this podcast. Uh, I'm just telling you. Oh god, uh, that's gonna like bring back nightmares that I had as a kid. Did you? Yeah. Of like, what is it? Uh, uh, the Koopas the, the, or, or the Koopas? And remember the Mushroom King is just ooze in the movie. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. I just super gross. I just remember yeah. like, is it like her father? Her father got like because because yeah. he de-evolved him. That's right. That's a big part of the movie. Oh, he's just like a puddle of a mush. Pu- yeah, but it can, it's also sentient. <laughs> It saves of, them a, a puddle of mud, if you yeah, because they go to the throne room and it's just dripping <laughs> from the top. And he's like, so This gross. used to be my father. <laughs> oh, my favorite character, Yoshi, who's a raptor for some reason, and it's like a disgusting yeah. shit dinosaur. Um, <laughs> shit dinosaur, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Don't watch Dragon Balls, um, Dragon Ball Evolu- Z evolution, evolution, yeah. But watch Super Mario Brothers, and we're definitely <laughs> gonna do speaking of Street Fighter, Street Fighter, Legend of Chun Li. Oh, god, you know, the funny thing about Dragon Ball is there has since been several Dragon Ball movies they were just movies. animated yeah. and they they were in theaters and everything you know I mean Pokemon was in theaters remember the Mewtwo movie yeah I totally what, I saw it in theaters like, we yeah just, you need to get I the collectible the, card I saw, the, I saw the Digimon one in theaters too. we just finished watching the movie yesterday and uh, went to some video game channel that I watched at and it was like a Dragon Ball game just came out yeah for, like it just came out Dragon Ball right, I, I guess Wii, it's still popular it's still then. a thing yeah I and I watched that video it was like 10 Easter eggs from this game. And it's like based on the original Dragon Ball Z that we watched in the mm-hmm. 90s, which I think actually came out in the 80s. Well, and we just didn't get it until it's the It's like 90s. the classic Simpson problem, right? Is it like people like the original stuff, they keep making episodes, but nobody cares about those. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I think some of those Dragon Ball movies were not well received and mm. some were better received. And I mean, I don't know. I only know this based on people who have reviewed them. Like, I haven't actually he watched He goes them. super mega Saiyan. <laughs> How many more <laughs> Saiyans can he go? Kamehameha? Yeah, they, yes. they say Kamehameha wrong in this oh, how do does they say oh, it they also say i don't know if this is how it's actually pronounced but the way they say chi is crazy it's key it's key is that how it's supposedly said i don't know i guess in the north american english what? context people usually say chi because um, i was watching um that's like the italian way of saying chi oh key, key? like yeah. chianti i wonder yeah. how it is in japanese if it's actually know. key or chi, I'm pretty sure. But sure, Kamehameha, like I was saying, is like it's Hawaiian. It's like King Kamehameha. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> there's like there's right. like what he says like Kam Kami Kame Kamehameha. He says it Kame, weird. It's supposed to be Kamehameha. But maybe that is the original Japanese version, or maybe Tom Rossman is like, no, this is how you have to say it. Ah, who knows? Essentially, the original show takes place in what looks like Hawaii yeah. or a form of Hawaii. There's so. islands and stuff. Okay, yeah. So Dragon Ball Evolution. Go to your local bargain bin. If you want to rent it, I'm sure it's there. <laughs> I'm not recommending this one. I'm and sorry. I, did, I didn't even take the shots for my demo reel. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would look good, why, those, why those balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the balls oh. looked okay. Yeah, that'll be the, the best part. That should have been your favorite part, how oh, the balls like look. the opener of my demo reels. This is fun. Oh, Just you, zoom into those oh balls. Oh, my God. Did you work on Dragon Ball? And um, Double Dragon was released by MVD Entertainment in a super-duper special edition Blu-ray with a new transfer and a making of where... I think the only person who's not interviewed is Alyssa Milano because I know Scott Wolf and Mark DeCascos are interviewed in the documentary. So yeah, check it out. That'd be pretty fun. Though. It's like 90 minutes long. <laughs> the documentary. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's available. Mm-hmm. Um, and- <laughs> oh, what an endorsement. <laughs> uh, and it's on Amazon Prime. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you have Amazon and just want to maybe t- take a look, I totally yeah, would see recommend what, If you want to like see what the 90s was like. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to email us, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com and we're on Patreon patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie do we ever get any emails i know we've gotten yep. some here or there. we got one the other day oh did we <laughs> no we delete all the hate mail oh uh, we delete all the hate mail yeah. okay. someone recommended a movie called the man without gravity hmm. um which is on netflix that we might have to check out Ooh, okay um it's so a, we do read your mail because you got to say that thing that they say on all podcasts where they're like we read every email. Oh, yeah, I yeah. absolutely do. Absolutely. Um, and <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> okay. I do anyway. Wait, if you I want to, uh, uh, if well, we also you can tweet at us at no such thing 
pod. But mm. if you want to donate to the Patreon at the five dollar level, you get a bonus episode every two weeks. We just released one about cats, which is just me and Colin. But we have a lot to say about cats, and so, we'll be releasing yeah. another one about cats too <laughs> after our third viewing. So Wait, I get to see cats. I get, get to on the cats. So come doing... to the screening that we're going to. Tickets uh, are selling out. So this is the thing. Want, so I don't we, want a bunch of like Rocky we, Horrors. We saw cats, and I'm thinking, wow, I can't wait till this comes to the Royal Theater in Toronto, which is like plays second run theater, but they do all these like great events mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And end of February, yeah, it's coming. they are doing a cats fever dream night. So they're yeah. playing cats. I think they're going to have commentary during it though. I don't know, but they're having uh, uh, people dressed up as cats running around the theater during the screening. They've got, no, I don't like, like that. There's going to be selling cat toys in the lobby. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. sponsored by a cat rescue. I, believe. I know, but if you want to see it, Justin, just go to the regular theater. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it's still playing. Yeah, man. If you want to take, two take an allergy pill, if you want to go there, uh, <laughs> take an allergy pill, bring home, I am your, allergic to cats. you can bring home your very own rum tum tugger. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's a curious cat, I hear. Ah. If you offer him pheasant, he'd rather have gross. Exactly. I am looking like Colin was when he was walk- watching Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> Just a thousand yard stare. And if you want to tweet at me, I'm at April at Mansky. What's our Patreon this week, April? Oh, uh, this week, uh, sorry, well, the, the week after this comes out. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're going to talk about the Oscars, um, which I have a lot to say about. The worst Oscar picks, right? Yes. April um, did all the research, and uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> no. great episode. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't wait until we record it. <laughs> Waity here. Uh, yeah, we're definitely, I don't know why we didn't uh, talk about the Oscars last year, but we should do an Oscar <laughs> special every year. Um, should we? And just talk about the nominees, because okay. uh, that's like my dream, so. Uh, of what, doing do like an Oscar show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. You're Dream is like hosting an Oscar show. I'm April Edmansky. I'm on the red carpet. <laughs> oh, that's classic April. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how's it going? It's me, April. You I just kind of sound like Gilbert Godfrey. Who made you dress? You know what would be cool? Teaching a, like a university course on the Oscars oh, and God, how no. like how like bad they are. But also... <laughs> you yeah. know what sucks? The Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Now you're here with me for four months. We're going to be talking about this every week. You should yeah. pitch that to university. Ooh, I, I, my dream is to have a public access show at like 1 a.m. in the morning <laughs> where we talk about old movies. Movies. Yeah. yeah, or new movies. Yeah, you can have that if you want. <laughs> yeah, it's called YouTube. <laughs> it's like no, but not on YouTube. I want like cameramen who are like tired and have been there for thirty years. <laughs> do they and still have like big things? Yeah, like Rogers TV. Yeah. Do they yeah. still have that? Uh, they do, but I don't think in Toronto. I think like in the outskirts of the city, they have their own local access uh, TV too far. stations. Yeah. No one has cable anymore. No one has cable. That's exactly. the magic of it. All right, uh, is this how you wrap uh, yeah, us up, April? I'm done. <laughs> Where can people find you, Justin? Uh, they can find me, uh, DeClue J, on Twitter, Justin DeClue on Letterboxd, or every week on the Important Cinema Club. How about you, Colin? Uh, people want to send me hate mail for Justin. Uh, I'm no. at, <laughs> at Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A, on Twitter, and I think mm-hmm. that's the uh, same on Instagram. So, yeah, that's it. And if we don't see you, enjoy the Oscars. Um... What, April, where do we find you? Oh, I already said. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, she, she started. I said Sorry, I, I guess said. I was just staring off in the space thinking of cats. <laughs> thinking of cats. The Oscars are early this year. Our next episode, actually, our next episode is going to be out before the next Oscars. <gasps> so we'll see you next week. Um, I'm April Lemansky. <laughs> I'm Justin Glue. I'm Colin Cunningham. And there's no such thing as a bad movie. Not even Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. <It's good>. yeah. <laughs> Dragon that's, Balls. That's what we're sticking to. Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls.